of Break the Cycle. With me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone's having a wonderful evening tonight. I, uh, I, I am weird, aware that we did not do a show last week. <clears throat> I am going to try and uh, punish you with three shows this week to make up for at least one of those shows. Uh, I was very, very sick. My family, all of us, all the kids, even my daughter that doesn't live with us and her daughter got the flu. Uh, she tested positive for influenza A, so I'm guessing that's what we all had as well. It sucked. I had to work through it, um, and uh, I just did not have the energy to do a show, unfortunately. Uh, but we're back, baby. We are back. I hope I hope everybody can hear me. Uh, I hope we're not boomering any sound tonight. I don't know. We should come up with a contingent plan. If you're not feeling well, that AJ and I can do something. That would be that's frightening. Yeah, that's that's frightening. I think that would be a really entertaining who fuck, show. Who the fuck would want to watch that show, dude? <laughs> Let's be honest here, uh, guys. We got a great show for you tonight. Uh, no guests, but we are gonna we're gonna talk about important uh, stuff going on in the world, um, and, and there's a lot of it. Of course, before we get started. Uh, let's talk about my good friend and partner on the show, TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend. Where you can get this great Scott Horton in the Wars hoodie that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Uh-oh. No audio issues. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can also get all of Top Lobster's new gear up to 30% off uh, two weeks before it goes to the general public uh, by by joining the Patreon or the subscribe star, becoming a member of the YouTube channel by hitting join under all of our YouTube videos. Uh, of course, if you're doing five or ten dollars a month for the show and you're buying Top Lobster's new gear and getting thirty percent discount, you're actually saving yourself money and supporting both of us. So it's a really, really good trade off, uh, and we appreciate when you guys support the show. I know I'm not the best. I'm not the best at taking care of my patrons. I need to do better. I need to do more. Um, and uh, it's just been a crazy. It's been a crazy two years, man. It's fucking wild for me. I went from being a bachelor to having seven kids in the house. You know, it was rough. I'm still trying to learn how to do it correctly, but uh, every day is, it's like a labor of love. I can't. Be, I can't be mad about it. And of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. Uh, their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations throughout demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. Not personal challenges, but I know Amy Laporte pretty well, and I bet if you were having some personal challenges and you were like, Amy, help me, she'd find a way to help you because that's just the kind of person she is. She's a great person. Uh, and with a great business, a great husband, great family, I don't know. I, 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 she almost makes me think everybody from Delaware is just great, but then you realize that uh, Joe Biden's from there, so it makes things a little different for you, um, guys. We really they released papers this this month, uh, saying that that uh, the CIA killed JFK. Pretty crazy shit. Uh, Ryan, what's going on, man? Let's check in with my my wonderfully haired, beautiful co-host, Mr. Ryan Kurtzer. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, uh, they released already known information. What a shocker. Almost like that's been happening pretty consistently the past couple of months. I was so shocked. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's going to be, I mean, was it, it's been about two years now that they released that they have evidence of UFOs and mm -hmm. nobody even said shit about it. Like nobody cared. It was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. That, Unidentified that one aerial would surprise phenomena. me more than the CIA on a lighting JFK. All. I mean, you got to think about how vast the universe is, right? I mean, this is like a very vast. I mean, we don't, we can't see, uh, you know, an eighth of of the universe. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, you know, obviously terrible math. Way less than that. Right. I mean, it's it's a huge, vast, never ending system. It wouldn't surprise me if there were life on other planets. It would surprise me 
if they came and visited us because we fucking suck. Hey, hey. Oh, oh by, yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, my two-year-old is watching the show tonight. He <laughs> did not want daddy. That's why we're running a little late. He did not want daddy Ryan. to come down here. I didn't think it'd be Ryan that would break the rule first. Yeah, I did. I knew it would be. I knew it would be. He gets all pumped up. He, I pump him up. I, I like gas the homie up. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. what it is. And he gets all excited. When he's just like talking normal, he doesn't cuss. Then he comes down here with me and he starts, he starts dropping the F word all the time. I, I do. Yeah, okay. All right, mister. I didn't have a beer till I was 21. Uh, my other great co-host, as per the huge, Mr. AJ Fisher, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Good. How are you liking our Iowa weather? Dude, I fucking hate this show. I mean, I hate this stuff, dude. I really... My two-year-old's watching the show tonight, so I'm trying not to cuss. I yeah. really like it. I do, and I like to drive in it, too. Do you really? It's weird. You actually enjoy this weather, dude? Yeah. It's yeah. brutal. I, I know. I genuinely enjoy it as well. Yeah. You guys are weird, dude. Wait, it's sadistic. Last Friday, I was sadistic. taking a car into the mechanic, and I didn't have any other way to get home from the mechanic but to walk, so I walked about four miles. Yeah, but in, that wasn't as cold as it is this week, though. In, I don't know, it was 10 degrees. No, it hasn't been 10 degrees until this week. It was probably around 30. Yeah, it was, it was high 20s, low 30s. It probably still sucked, though. Yeah. It, it wasn't that bad because I was prepared for it, so I threw on extra layers after dropping the. I I uh, we were like in the teens this week, and then dropping down below zero uh, tomorrow and the next day, and maybe Friday as well. Uh, and that is just not okay with me. In fact, the only reason I'd ever run for president is to outlaw this kind of weather. Sure. Like literally, I'd, I'd I'd create like an executive order banning anything under sixty degrees. You know what I mean? Pro global warming. Yes, I'm pro. I am pro global warming. Correct. Yeah. 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 I don't are. give a shit about it's the polar bears at all. I mean, if you care about ex like exclusively human life, you're probably pro-global warming because less people die of heat than of cold every year. So thank you for that. With Ian. a very small oh, yeah. uptick in temperature this winter, it's going to save about 700,000 lives globally. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro-global warming. Yep. Uh, I'm anti-polar bear. Um, and I'd like to see what's over the ice wall yep. because I'm pretty sure that there's... Uh, it's just a drop off. Once you head over the ice wall, it's just drop off there. Nothing well, some of us have cell memory uh, that remembers the ice age, and so we're averse to it. We know that sounds that like that's a that bad sounds thing. like that sounds like white supremacy to me, buddy. No, no, not at all. I saw I saw a meme today, uh, and it was I do a, have blue eyes. Yeah, I do too. I, you don't have blue eyes. You're no, you're a dark eyes. you're a dark brownie over there. Yeah, we we're the ones with actually blue eyes is a uh, genetic anomaly. It's like a it's, it's only like, six thousand years old. Yeah, and it's and, and it's it's literally like a. It's we're like, all related. Yeah, so. it's like a, it's like a mess up. It's it like is kind of a group. I mean, genetically, it, it would be kind of a group. Blue eyed people would be a group, wouldn't it? Yeah, we should be a protected group. I think, and I think we're probably. I mean, we're there's less. We're more of a minority than most other minority groups. Wow, I never thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's I true. think that we need to have some kind of protections for blue-eyed people. And I think that people should should not miscolor my eyes, ever. Right. That's not right. Oh, I, They're not hazel. On your green. email signature, you should have the color of your eyes mandated. Blue, I, it'll be, it, my, my, sign, my <laughs> sign at work from now on is going to be like blue slash azul. That's yeah. going to be okay. my... Yeah. So I would... I was thinking about like the stupid pronoun stuff today because I could very well see my workplace mandating that crap in, in the near future. And I was thinking about kind of a clever way to subvert it. And 
because they either want you to go with it or push directly against it so they can identify you as in-group or out-group. Well, I was thinking of just putting, you can assume my pronouns. Yeah, I, I give you permission to assume my pronouns. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you think I am, I am to you. Yep. That's, that's the reality of it at I the like end of the day. Yeah. That's the reality of it at the end of the day, too. Like, I don't want to, I don't really give a shit. Like, listen, dude. I know I talk a lot of shit on the show and and on Twitter especially because I'm just a I'm a I'm a shit stirring troll on Twitter. I enjoy it. I know I talk a lot of shit. Okay, but at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what pronouns you want to use. Like, and for the most part, I'm gonna be like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, that's cool. You just and can't we, force them. We were talking about this before the show. How uh, there's a prominent libertarian member of the Iowa party uh, who is a trans person who who actually after all the as nice as I had been to this person for uh, months and months and months and my 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 fiance worked on her campaign and all this stuff i never misgendered her i never dead named her i never did any of that shit and then she signs a, a petition that basically stated i was a bigot or an anti-semite or some some stupid shit like that but you know what i mean and i'm like i'm like really after like i'm the one yeah. person here from the caucus who was like nice to you and then everyone's been nice to this person we're yeah. talking about. You know what I, everyone's I mean? Been nice. At the at like the election event, I had a great conversation with her. Yeah, yeah. It just, and, it well, just she approached me that... about about that specifically, yeah. and she was like, "I didn't, I didn't really understand what I was signing." Sure you did it. It literally but, called me like, out by name, mm -hmm. and like, and it was it was because I had talked smack about the Nineteenth Amendment, which I hold true to my principles. Mm -hmm. I think I I am. I don't. I, I am take a very Lysander Spooner approach to the mm -hmm. Constitution of the United States of America. Okay, uh, whether the Constitution be one thing or another, it's e it's either uh, authorized the type of government we have now, or it's been powerless to stop it. Either way, it's unfit to exist. That's how I feel about the Constitution. I don't care how mad constitutionalists get at me for that. Okay, I don't care how mad the losers and the loser brigade get at me for 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 having that view of the Constitution. That's how I feel about the Constitution. I would abolish the whole thing. I would abolish the federal government, and and it, and at minimum we start over from the principles that the country was founded on. At minimum, okay. But this system is no longer working. It is no longer working for anybody whatsoever, except for the ultra elite. Okay, this is somewhere where I see eye to eye with the left. Okay, I agree that the ultra elite have all the fucking power in this country, mm -hmm. and everybody under them is getting destroyed. But we, we separate on who's causing that, right? You think that it's the ultra elite that's causing that. They're taking advantage of a system that the government has put into place to cause that situation, okay? Well, Without how do you stop, separate the hold government? Hold on, let me, for... don't cut me off. Okay. I, I'm on a rant here. You got to let yeah. me start my show with my rant, okay? <laughs> uh, it, they, they, they have taken competition out of the market, okay? So when you have something like Amazon, and then you want to start something like Amazon, they regulate you out of the market. I mean, what is it? Like like 85% of startups in most spaces like that are regulated out of the market in the first year. Okay? It's the same with it's the same thing with with charity. Okay. We're, you know, we got the left and, and especially mutualists, right? Always talking about uh uh always talking about uh what what do they call it? Um community action and mutual assistance and all this stuff. That's great. I think that's great. But they're like, oh, but people aren't charitable. That's bullshit. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of people out there that are charitable that want to be that want to be helping more, right? And and what happens is you're like, hey, I'm going to start this charity organization. I'm going to have a five percent overhead. Okay, that's going to sustain my family and and run my business. 
okay? And then I'm gonna use 95% of the proceeds that I, that I raise to help for this cause. Okay, let's say it's disaster relief because that's a popular one or even uh, uh, cancer awareness or breast cancer awareness or heart disease or any of these things, right? What happens is go try and start a charity. It's, it shouldn't be that hard because all you have to do is get people that are charitable to invest in your company, right? I want to. Oh, okay. we all do. Well, I would love to do that. I would love to spend my day making calls, raising money and helping the less fortunate. I would love to do that. But I understand how much bureaucratic red tape there is and how many regulations there are to doing something like that that keep you out of the market. Meanwhile, the government is forcing, I mean, forcing the Red Cross down our throat with like an 80% overhead. They're bringing, they're bringing mm. hurricane victims, styrofoam uh, plates, right? With like one chicken nugget, one biscuit, and, and two or three fries and saying, yeah, here's you, we're helping you out, right? Wow. And that's, and that's how the government has these contracts with these, these people, right? And so it's the government that's creating a, a market that doesn't have mutual assistance, doesn't have mutual aid, doesn't have community power, right? And meanwhile, you're telling me that it's the, the big business people that are doing that. It's, they don't, they're, just, they're just using the system that has been put in place by the government. And that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? I mean, I will, I think over Christmas when I... When I meet with my grandpa, who is a tax, who who's a retired tax attorney, I think I might talk with him about what kind of red tape would stand in my way of starting a charity. A lot, a lot dude. Yeah, because I I've had this idea for a charity ever since I read the Boy Crisis by uh, Dr. Jonathan Farrell, where I would uh, find retired men and uh, the sons of dates, single mothers. And I have, have the retired buddy. men teach them how to read because the, I think the two most important skills you can learn in life are delaying gratification and reading and delaying gratification is a skill that fathers in particular readings for nerds impart on their kids. And then every single bit of available data we have shows that learning how to read at an early age, the more time you've spent and the more words you've been exposed to, the better your outcomes. And so, and also in retired men, like 50% of them are in antidepressants. Like depression is rampant amongst retired people because they're just purposeless. And so this would help combat multiple things with presumably low overhead sure. And the, the biggest issue would be preventing uh, abuse. But, and that, that would be something I would, I'd love to do, but, you know, I also am, uh, I also like stability quite a bit, so that, that's kind of holding me back. But I'll, I'll talk with my grandpa about, like, the red tape of starting something lot. like that up. A lot. I've looked into it. Because I've worked for I've worked for some charities. Uh, there was a time in my life when I was a starving artist. I know it's hard to believe. I uh, thought I was going to be a, a rock star, right? And so I was like, hell yeah, this is probably. I mean, this was before I even ever even worked on Ron Paul's campaign in '08, right? I went out and did petitioning. You know, the annoying people like, hey, will you sign the petitions for my cause? And I get paid for that stuff. Of course, it was there was no base pay. It's almost all commission based, right? But I did. I went around and and petitioned for like Oxfam. If you remember Oxfam, what's that? It was like a, a help the needy cause. And there's like different, it was like I worked for one place that had like 18 different charities that they petitioned for. Basically. Okay. Okay. Um, 
And Oxfam just happened to be one of them. You had to wear the Oxfam shirt and go out and get signatures and get some money and shit like that, right? Um, and uh, I, I, even those, those little people that had like 40% overheads, I mean, they were getting regulated out of the market immediately. One year, tops, if they're lucky. And it's like, it's like I know people right now that would start charities and, and help out everybody they could. And, and it's so funny because I, you know, I put Twitter CEO in the, the headline of this tonight. And so, mm-hmm. of course, I wanted to talk a little bit about Musk and the poll and... But Musk did this. Musk said, if, if some economist can come to me right now and tell me how much money it will cost to end world hunger, I'll, I'll send the money right now. He literally said that on yep. Twitter. He literally said that. Everybody, all these fucking, excuse me, sorry, Tato. All these crazy people <laughs> on Twitter, they're like, oh, he has all this money. He could have ended world hunger. He's like, I tried. I asked what it would cost. Somebody tell me where to send the money. There's no dollar amount. And, and, and I'll do it. And there, there is a dollar amount. That's the thing. Wow. There, there is a dollar amount. There is, and it's not is that much. It's not that much, dude. It's not. It's really I, not that much. I don't think there's a dollar amount because the vast majority of starvation that happens is essentially the result of either a tyrannical regime or some sort sure. of warfare. Sure. So it's all. It's sure. almost all intentional. And Elon knew that, right? But the, mm-hmm. there is a figure. It's like a six billion dollar figure. It's nothing, dude. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things, we send way more money than that to Israel every year. Okay. So 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 here's yeah. here's the deal. He said directly. Show me where to send the money. Tell me how much it's going to take, and I'll send it right now. And no one could give him an answer. Nobody. Not one single no. government came to him. No. And, and you know why? Because in the grand scheme of things, they don't want to end world hunger. Governments don't want to end world hunger. Because if you end world hunger, right, when there's no more food dependency, right, on the government, oh, boy, you think the people are going to start going, you know, maybe we don't need this whole government thing. They yeah. want that. That's why they've created a welfare state in the United States, right? I mean, that's the whole po- that was the whole point of the welfare state was to get people attracted to the system, get them uh, uh, dedicated to, to having to lean on their system, and then they can take as much money as they want. And it's always, always in the name of, of helping the needy, right? And it so, worked. And it worked. It works. It worked. Hundreds, uh, you know, there's oh, yeah. been hundred, uh, uh, fuck, 100 million people or something like that on government assistance at any one time, mm-hmm. right? And that's a lot of fucking, that's a lot of people, dude. And, and, and the government loves that. You know, they, they, they try to say, oh, we, we want low unemployment. We want this and that and this and that. They don't give a shit about that. They don't care about that at all. They want you broke and destitute and leaning on the system so that the people who, have the, who really have money, they can take all that money from. And then when they run out of that money, they hire 80,000 new IRS agents to start hassling middle-class dads, mm-hmm. right? Like me, you know, for no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. to get more money out of you. You owe us 15 grand. For what? For they what? Get, they have to raise money. They have to. And they I, realize there's money laying out there that they're it's not accounted for, and they're like, we're going to hire agents to go find it. Right. I, I think they've really started to disenfranchise the wrong people. It could, I think it could lead to serious con- consequences because if you, like the Zoomer generation, what, what are the prospects for young men? They're... They're not great. Like most of them are dropping out of college or not going. And even even the ones that do go to college are saddled with debt and in a kind of debt end corporate job. There's just And so all their much... women are on OnlyFans. Yeah. Women women are on OnlyFans. They yeah. they essentially have a new new species of woman because of uh cultural shifts and uh the prevalence of birth control in the feminist movement 
and all all sorts of don't different compounding factors don't that forget Planned yeah. Parenthood. That's the important that's yeah. the important key that you missed there. The the genocide factories that 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 Margaret Sanger literally popped mm-hmm. up all over the country, especially in poor and black neighborhoods. But there there's so many compounding factors working against young men now that they're I mean, why do you think they're latching onto Andrew Tate? Andrew Tate's cool. But he's I mean, he doesn't exactly give a great message, but sure he does. Have you ever his message, to Andrew, have you ever listened listened to Andrew messages? Tate? Yeah, his messages are not controversial at all. I, I feel I feel like I, this, I, think, I feel like I this is the are. I feel like this is the Breitbart illusion right now. Right? A little bit. Like Andrew Breitbart, if you've ever listened to Breitbart speak, I mean he was fucking dead on, dude. The guy was amazing, right? But like if you've never listened to Breitbart and you only go off of what people say about Bright Breitbart, you'll think that he's this giant racist, like extremist yeah, yeah. right-wing crazy person in, in all actuality he was like you're calling me racist we're gonna go to war like i'm he not did racist. The war quote right that yeah he's the guy he was the, he was war. Like war right and he's like one of the most <laughs> greatest talks i've ever seen that's the same thing with tate tate tate's got some tate's got some questionable uh he's got some questionable opinions on women i will I, give you that. yeah that's that's but, where that's if you where you actually sit down and listen to the message that andrew that that mr tate is, is mm-hmm. passing around right now it's it's very empowering dude for most people for yeah. not just men women too if you listen to the message of what he has to say it's so potent dude like and it, it's like be self-reliant do not rely on governments. They all lie. They're all shitty. I mean, he's really good yeah. at, at passing that. I, I would love to. Yeah. But I, I think I think and, the age difference too is like I was dealing with something completely different than what you're dealing with, and mm-hmm. guys your age or single guys your age are dealing with. Let's yeah. acknowledge that. Yeah. Like, not only has, not only have they manipulated our our currency and our government, they've but, manipulated the free market of dating. Trying to be, yeah, yeah, trying to be. Yeah, but yeah, too, dating yeah. is absolutely screwed yeah, up because eighty percent of okay women are chasing after twenty percent yeah, of men. They've manipulated the free market of vagina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know anything about that. He's he's a one vagina man, and so that's am I. True. Yeah, that's okay. thank God. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all one yeah. vagina men these days. That might be the Andrew Tate disconnect. There, maybe. And that, the the main thing is, uh, about it is he he has a very uh, nonchalant attitude to using people, especially women. And he one of the things he said is like if if you're you know if you're dating someone or I mean he doesn't even advocate for marriage says if you're dating someone they're your, they're your property. That's not and, necessarily and I, what he said though, dude. But. It, the, no, no he, you're he has, taking it out of context. What did he say? He has pretty much directly said that, yeah. and that I've you never should, heard that though. You should create OnlyFans and content around that, and you know, get them to cam and whatnot, and profit off of them, things like that. And that's not going to lead to healthy relationships. I some of the, some of the things about okay. taking responsibility for yourself and becoming self reliant. You need to, and I don't think improving you, I yourself. Think you, I think you're watching. I, I think you're watching like, reels on Facebook of Tate and not the actual interviews. I, I, well, the context of that wasn't the context that if in a traditional relationship, the man, you know, you like pay the bill, the date and stuff like you're kind of um, a provider in a sense. And I think his context on that was if women um, are want, want an equality in that equation, why don't they want equality with that equation? 
Wasn't that the context for that? No, no. you guys. I think I think we're we both wrong. Next, next time we're gonna we're gonna pop we're gonna pop this the some interview clips Let's up. Doing Andrew because, Andrew Tate deep. Dive. Although although Andrew Tate is like banned big time on YouTube, from what I understand. But um, he, nah, dude, he's you're, he still shows up you, all over. You his should shorts. definitely. You're literally like quoting reels of Andrew Tate and not his entire interviews. I I you need I beg you to sit down and watch Whoa. an entire interview of Andrew Tate. Okay, hey, Andrew Tate build his entire brand off of reels that's what that's what his entire brand is built off of that's how he grew so successful because he paid people to make reels of him in shorts and tiktoks and promote it from all these different angles he got to... famous because he was a world champion kickboxer buddy you know that right but his like, way of like, promoting like, was very like one unique. of the greatest kickboxers in the world yeah i i know he was he very was famous successful long before anybody on the internet was watching reels of him is what i'm saying but he became very prominent because of his marketing strategy. He he had already and, made and it, part, he had already made all of his money and all that shit before before and, marketing. Uh, he's I I would say he's made the majority of his money after it. Hard disagree. He had a ton of money prior to that. That's not I, all, I that's would not say all, he's that's he not had, all YouTube money, dude. I promise you. No, but Hustlers University, he's probably made a ton of money off sure, of that. Sure, and that. That's all part of the the marketing that he's done, and it's over the you know last year and a half or two years, and he's he's been filling some of that male role model hopelessness void of young men. He's basically like a he's basically like a very very based and in your face Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah. He, he's With filling that accent. same void as Jordan Peterson did, and still does. Yeah. He he he's in that same he, market. In my opinion, he's better in this moment. He's better at it than Jordan Peterson is. I would disagree with that. Yeah, that's but... because you're a Jordan Peterson stand, and you can't deal with the fact that that's he's completely not true. he's completely fallen off. I entirely. I think there are things like his core tenants are still very good. I've I've always disagreed with him a lot, especially on the formation of government and the guy different literally things like that. is advocating to block anonymous accounts on Twitter right now, dude. He's not our he's not our guy. He's not our guy anymore. He's he's lost the plot entirely. It's very sad. I hate it because I, I think his books are amazing. I, I, you know, I've had my daughter read his books. I've, I want my sons to read his books. I think he's very, very intelligent. He's made some really great points. But that is not the same Jordan Peterson that we had two years ago prior to COVID. He also pushed the vaccine for a while. I mean, he, he's lost the plot, dude. He's, I want, I, you don't have to agree with me, but oh, if he, I, I w- he's lost the plot. Yeah, he, he's certainly lost the plot on some things. I, like, I get where the blocking of the account like the anonymous account things comes from for him. One of one part of it is there was a study that showed uh, a correlation between narcissism and being anonymous online. Um, and then I think a lot of the abuse he receives, especially from the far left, is from anonymous accounts. And those are those are the people that are extremely vitriolic towards him. And a lot of the people like I know I know Dicky Walnuts has gone hard on him, and he's kind of anonymous on Twitter. Yeah, but it's who gives a shit? Like, but, do you know how important an anonymity is to like a free mm-hmm. people? Like, yeah. it's important, especially in the in the digital age. Okay, look in 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 the day in an age where you can get fired for saying things that aren't even that extreme from your job, you can get your your livelihood taken away because there's vitriolic fucking shitty people out there that would go that far to harm your family because they don't agree with your politics. Anonymity is important. 
Now, now I've taken myself completely out of the anonymity pool, right? Even on my even on my anonymous Twitter, mm-hmm. everyone knows who I am. Okay, right. I, I mean, I have videos of myself. My there's pictures of my family on there. <laughs> like everybody knows, even though I'm anonymous. But I have friends that I know personally that are anonymous online because they're afraid of losing their job because they have a job that will fire them if they say, "Hey, I think that marriage is between a man and a woman." Or hey, I think that uh, you know there's there's only two genders. Or hey, I you know I, I don't want to take Ukraine's side in the war because I think it's you know there's Nazis involved. Or or I don't think we should be sending money to Israel or any of these things that are not extreme positions. Right. Okay. And I'll I'll proudly say these things. I, but I also have a position and a job where I could say things that I want freely and nobody nobody really gives a shit. Right. But like it is so important to be able to be anonymous in today's age. Right in the information age where people can literally get you fired from your job, can get your house taken away, can get your kids taken away. It's important, dude. It's an important thing. Uh, shout out to Brady Burleson. Thanks for the $5 super chat. He says, hello. Um, I'll, hold on. I wanted to, um, uh, my good friend, Outlaw Thoughts, Layton, the homie, he says uh, he's been a member for 15 months, dude. Thank you, Layton. I appreciate that. He says it was negative 15 here a few days ago. I'm all for warming more of Alaska to use. Also, not drinking until 21 is a very Ian thing to do. Uh, and, and, uh, for you guys that don't know, my, my buddy Layton lives in, in Alaska. So when Layton, I'm bitching about it being cold, what's up Layton, big fan of your show. And, uh, also we're going to be flexing on you here pretty soon. I think Thursday or Friday, it's going to be like negative 10. No, so we'll so, be touching no Thursday, that. Thursday, it's yeah. negative 11. Okay. And that's minus the windshield. So with okay. the windshield, we're probably going to easily hit uh negative 20. Okay. So we'll so. get a taste of Alaska. And we do. We, uh, we get a couple days like that every year. Yeah, yeah. Sure. the we the might. winter of 2013 that was the average. Yeah, and that was my first year of college, and I had a 10 minute walk class at 8 a.m. every morning. I just I had to walk an hour outside every day in those temperatures. Yeah, your mustache freezes. Jesus, like literally, I feel the, the hairs in my nose. I feel the hairs in my nose freeze when I yeah. walk up on my roof at work. Like as as soon as I go outside, I start feeling them freeze. I'm like, oh my goodness, dude. I don't I don't know how people do this. But that's the thing. Layton's talking about moving somewhere uh, in the mainland, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, maybe I'll come check out Iowa. I was like, dude, you'd be able to handle the cold because it's not as cold for where you're from, and it's still awesome, and it's cheaper than Alaska, a lot cheaper. Yeah, a lot cheaper. He'd probably like it here. Yeah, he probably would enjoy it here, even with the cold. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's uh let's take a, a quick moment to have a word from our sponsors, if that's okay with you guys. Everybody no, like, no, it's not. <laughs> what the hell? Do it. The tree of liberty must be watered from time to time with the blood of tyrants. The official spirit of 1776. Smooth, flavorful, Merlot. For any revolution. Tyrants are losing their heads over this wine. Enjoy the taste of freedom. Drink the blood of tyrants. Order today at bloodoftyrants.wine. Save 10% with the code BREAK. All right, guys, go check out bloodoftyrants.wine. It's delicious Merlot. Uh, it's really a conversation starter to the bottle. And you get a, a discount for the more bottles you order. And, of course, if you use BREAK, you get a 10% discount on top of that. It's really good wine. Seriously, guys, go buy some. Go buy some. It'll ship anywhere in the United States, even Alaska, Layton. Go buy a bottle with my, my link. I need you guys to start buying some wine. My friend Dan needs to sell some wine. Seriously. And it's good. It's worth it. Uh, so, okay, we're 30 minutes into this thing. We've talked about cold weather almost the whole show. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about how uh, JP has fallen off. 
We've talking. We've talked about Andrew Tate. It's not uh, true. It's not. It's not true. I it's tell you, not. it's not. It's not. It's simply not. <laughs> that's that's actually that's pretty, good. pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good, buddy. Uh, no, I want to talk. I need to talk about JFK today. I need to. I. I'm just. I'm so flabbergasted that we now have proof that the CIA and and you, and and from what it sounds like to me, it sounds like the mob was involved. Like the CIA used the mob to kill JFK. Why? How is this news to anybody? It's not. It shouldn't be. Okay, so what's the difference between the CIA and the mob? Uh, one one does does it legally. Uh, uh, some arbitrary. One is discreet. Authority. Yeah, one's actually yeah, a government yeah. agency. Yeah. I I brought that up to my wife the other day, and she hadn't ever thought about it. She started thinking about it. She's like, "Oh my God, there's no difference." Yeah, it's a legal mob, dude. <laughs> They can take you out. It's, they can take a president out, apparently. Yeah, they, they took out a sitting president. And let's be honest, and I've been saying this for a long time, okay? It's, it was very clear that when the president of the United States, John F. Kennedy Jr., um, said uh, no to uh, creating false flags in the United States to go to war with Cuba, that the CIA was pushing for, that they were like, okay, that's it. You're gone. You're gone. Right, you wouldn't go along with the ABC outlets, right? The 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 these mm-hmm. you know bureaucratic ABC agencies, right? Um, with their false flags. Now, it it the false flag thing was proven a long time ago, right? Operation Northwoods was mm-hmm. put out years, decades ago. Mm-hmm. That that information came out. It's 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 somewhat redacted, but mostly all the information you need to see that says clearly that the CIA planned to create false flag attacks on America mm-hmm. so that they could get support for a war with Cuba is a real thing. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's fact. It's not the first time they've done it. It's not the last time they've done it. It's fact, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like, he's like you, you know, if you say things like this to people, they're like, oh, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. No, this isn't a, this isn't a theory anymore. Right. There's no theory. Theory is something that's yet to be proven. Okay. It is a fact that Operation Northwoods was a real thing being pushed by the CIA that would have created false flag attacks on the United States to get support for war with Cuba. Okay, Our CIA, at least since the 60s, let's be honest, since the inception of the CIA, has been a crooked organization that is willing to attack its own people to gain support for wars abroad. I want that to sink in with people. I want yeah. people to understand what that means. Okay, because this is not a, a one-off situation. This is not a one-off situation. Okay, you you you've heard of all these different operations that have been declassified. It's not a well, one-off they, situation. This they changed from the OSS in like World War II, correct? Huh? I need to brush up my CIA history a little bit here, yeah. but but I mean, okay. Um, so here's another thing. The OSS was before the CIA, correct? correct? Yeah. Okay, okay. And so and so here's the thing. You you know about the coup in Iran? Okay, nineteen in the fifties. Okay, the United States CIA and Britain's MI6 came together and created a freaking coup in Iran to have Mohammad Mossadegh removed. Mohammad Mossadegh was the first, like, duly elected prime minister, dem- democratically elected prime minister of Iran. Okay, they they were getting away from the Shah and 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 actually electing somebody. And for all intents and purposes, Iran looked like the West. Yeah. They had Chevy Bel Airs driving down the street, skirts, skirts. Men were wearing business suits mm-hmm. and nice, uh, you know, 
whatever those weird hats are that every, all the libertarians <laughs> like and um and uh trilby hats no that, that that's libertarians wear trilbies and call them fedoras but that, that's not a fedora fedora is what they're wearing in the 50s right yeah. um and we know that the government was like oh shit they democratically elected a prime minister uh, they no longer want to do business with us on oil anymore. So what we're going to do is we're going to go in there and create chaos and get their own people to remove him. And then we're going to capture his family. And I mean, they've been doing this for over a half a century. They've been doing this kind of shit. So now, okay, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years later, now you have proof that they've taken out a literal sitting president of the United States. Okay. There's de facto evidence of this now. Declassified documents. How how do you combat that as as a as a absolute fucking sheep in this in the United States? You can no longer combat that. It's proven. I've and I've seen people already asking, "Oh, where's the info?" It's literally in government documents, dude. It's literally released. Okay. So I saw a gr- great twi- take on Twitter today. I think it might have been somebody that's fairly libertarian basically said that it's a KGB psyop that the CIA killed JFK. I just I can't with these people. Dude, like you how much how how much of history does this need to go on before somebody goes, "Hey, you know what? These people don't right. have our best interests in heart." But now you know that that the system where they uh, redact information, they put it, they seal it up for a certain amount of years until Sometimes everybody involved years, is, is dead. Seventy years. Yeah. Well, now you know why that system works yeah. because everybody, every, everybody involved with it yeah. that can have their head chopped is gone or old enough to not care. And now you have young people that walk up to them on the street and ask them about Vietnam. Ask them what year it was. Ask them what countries were involved. Oh, they couldn't even tell you what Ask decade them it what was. what countries were involved in yeah. the Vietnam War. They can't even tell you what decade it was. No. And it wasn't even that long ago. No. I, I'm going to be honest. I couldn't tell you, like, what decade the yeah. Vietnam War took place in. Yeah. My dad was in the Navy during Vietnam, dude. My yeah, dad. Dude. Vietnam happened in the 70s, bud. Yeah, that, that would have been my guess, but... <laughs> yeah. Like, like late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. But it, I, I, that uh, was never talked about. Yeah, you know why? Because we lost. Because we lost. Yeah. yeah. The same as the same as Afghanistan is never going to be talked about again. We spent twenty years, twenty one years in Afghanistan, dude. I turned eighteen. The the same year that we went into Afghanistan, okay, and I'm almost forty, and we just left. Yeah. Okay. Under this under this president, and I will say, as sloppy as it was, thanks, Joe. Thanks for finally pulling us out of that mm-hmm. ever long, never ending. That's bullshit. one way to end it. Yeah, it was it was it was a terrible way to do it, but it, yeah. but it needed to be ended, and it needed to be ended abruptly, and it should it was just twenty years too late, right? God, In my yeah. opinion, we should have never went. Yep. They knew we weren't going to win. That's another thing. That's another thing. Read the Afghanistan papers. Those are unredacted and released to the public, declassified. Our government clearly, clearly lied us into the Afghanistan war, mm. and that's proven. That's a proven thing. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. Again. Conspiracy theories are things that are yet to have fact-based evidence, okay? There's facts. If you read the Afghanistan papers, <clears throat> that our government knew we couldn't win the war, knew it would last forever, and still lied to the American public to get us to get support for that war. Yes. How many times do they have to do this before you go, How hey, many people are listening to you right now that think, 
Ukraine's going to win a roar against Russia. <laughs> Dude, I, it, it blows my mind. Listen, listen, I don't back either All one. they need is some more money. All they need is more stingers. I don't back javelins. either one of these countries in this war. I want to make that clear, especially because YouTube, if you show any support for Russia, YouTube will take you off. Okay, but so listen, hold on. I'm in the middle of saying something, Ryan. I, have been, I have been waiting okay, patiently. You can wait a little I thought longer. you had paused. You. Uh, listen, if you're dumb enough to think that the little tiny country of Ukraine can beat Russia in a I'm war, telling you, it blows my mind to think that you could be that dumb. And okay, the funny thing is, is like, there's people all over Twitter that believe that. Oh, yeah, Ukraine's kicking Russia's ass. And Russia's yes. like, what? Where? Where? It's not happening. Yeah. It, it, and and in fact, if if they were to start winning the war, it would only be because of NATO. And even then, NATO would have a problem traversing Russia. We've seen this in, in past wars, World War II and the likes. The USSR and Russia, it's very, very bad terrain. It's very hard to traverse. It's right? remote. It's very cold. It's very remote. And we're talking colder than Alaska. We're talking... Very, very, very cold. That's one of the reasons like why freezing Nazi cold. It's one of the reasons. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why. It's one of the reasons why Nazi Germany didn't want to go and attack yeah. Russia and Russia, right? Because they knew they couldn't win a war there. Okay, and it's the same now. It's the same now, and that's why everybody yeah. on my side of this, this 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 divide, where I'm like, I don't want war, is saying we don't want war because we know that to win a war against Russia, it's got to be nuclear. Okay, and none of us want nuclear war. None of us that are that are intelligent enough to pay attention are stupid enough to want a nuclear war. Okay, and that's the only way that NATO and Ukraine beats Russia. And in, in, in Ukraine, it's getting cold, just like here. The winter's coming in, right? And the ground's freezing. The ground's getting firmer, firm enough for tanks to roll on it. Right. So just wait. Yeah, it's just, it's just, a, it's the whole thing is just a stupid, it's stupid. Like, I don't, I, I think I'm anti-war all around, all around. I think war is stupid. It's always been stupid. It's just humans killing humans. And for the most part, the people that are dying have no dispute with each other. You know what I mean? Like, I had no problem with the Afghan people. I had no problem with the people of Iraq. I have no problem with the people of Russia. I have no problem with the people of Ukraine. Like, those wars are being fought by people that don't go to war. No. Okay. If it was used strictly for self-defense, there wouldn't be many wars. Right. Right, but it's not. It's always some not. conquest. It's always some it's always political resources. theater. It's always some kind yep. of bullshit like that. And I'm just done. I'm done with the wars. But to, to actually see that there's people out there in this country that think that Ukraine is going to beat Russia in a war is yes. asinine. Absolutely asinine. And, it's, and that's the propaganda. And then you hear Putin release a statement, and they go, oh, he's lying. He's obviously lying to us. He's just like, you haven't even tasted the beginning of my trip. Like, we're... We're sending you all of our shit right now just to, like, seriously. And yeah. they'll be like, ah, he's lying. That's propaganda. I'm like, no, no, you're listing the propaganda from us. With the Russia-Ukraine stuff, strange. I would be surprised if the truth is out. Oh, there's no truth in anything that we do, dude. Yeah. We, yeah. We, this, is what we, this is what we just started talking about on this whole mm -hmm. segment is there is no truth from our government. There is no truth from the alphabet agencies, right? Like, like they've been lying to us, proven lying to us for a century. For century. So the thing that I that I so rudely interrupted you about. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I, I saw a tweet that perfectly encapsulated it. It's by uh, Crypt Daddy, who is. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, love Crypt Daddy. Said Elon Musk spent forty-four billion dollars. Crypt Daddy. To tell everyone the government is lying and corrupt, as if that's new info. One more time. Start it over. 
Okay. Elon Musk spent $44 billion to tell everyone the government is lying and corrupt as if th that's new info. But yeah, no, people can't deny it. Yes, they can. Denying facts because they don't align with certain beliefs align with certain beliefs is as American as morbid obesity and Hollywood child abuse. It's true. It's true. There you go. Two things that are uh, undeniable in the United States: Hollywood child abuse and, and obesity. Still, people believe, act like it's not. It's not a problem. Doesn't make any sense. Um, hold on one second. Uh, let's see. Level zero. Thanks for the five dollars super chat, man. He said you just need to host the Tate versus Peterson debate. Let's solve this. Yes, I would be more than happy. <laughs> to I would be the guy for that debate. I would be the perfect moderator for that because there's things on, on both sides of that debate that I agree with heavily, dude. But there's things on both sides of that debate too that I would be like, hey, 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 hold on. Wait a minute, bro. Hold on. You gotta you gotta clarify there. You know what I mean? And I and I'm not afraid to push those issues yeah. either. That'd be an amazing okay, I, debate though. I think Peterson would absolutely destroy Tate I don't think in the debate. I really don't. I, I don't think it would be I think close. you're underestimating Tate because all you know about Tate is reels. Go listen to a fucking interview, dude. He's really intelligent, like very, he's brilliant, dude. Brilliant. And, and that's probably with the CTE from being kicked in the head. Imagine if he had never taken the CTE, dude. You know what I mean? He's very uh, brilliant. I'll, I'll, I'll make an effort. I know he did an interview with Piers Morgan. Oh. I don't know about the Piers Morgan interview. Somebody also uh, dropped an interview that I haven't heard with him in the chat that uh, they said is really good. But he's, he's, dude, he's, you're not giving him the credit he deserves here on my show right now. And I, I'm gonna tell him, and he's a professional kickboxer, dude. So okay. Oh no, he'll go sure out of his way to find him. some random he's dude in his, he's Iowa. He's gonna fly his with... private jet all the way here to cold ass yep. Snowy Iowa. Some just dude with 190 followers on Twitter. <laughs> Is he still at and, 190 followers? That's yeah, it? bro, you guys are not following my home dog game. game. I, a, a bunch of people here are following. We gotta me, follow. But... You guys gotta follow the co-hosts of the show because they need some love, man. I love these guys. I I uh, I I have been. I still do not have my original Twitter account back. Yeah, and I have put in an appeal every day, every single day. Uh, I have violated no laws. I violated no terms of service, and I and I tell them that every time I send a, an appeal every day, um, and and every day I get back an email that says your account will not be unbanned. Every I single can't day. Believe it. You're in the five percent. Oh no doubt. Yep, no doubt. You're in the five percent that will never be reinstated. For what? Yeah, hate it, speech. I, I didn't. I didn't have any hate speech. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't get it because I've I've seen so many other accounts on band. I so an account that I followed in like 2018 or maybe even longer, but I saw a tweet from them for like the first time in 4 years. I was like I didn't even realize they disappeared. What in the world? Wild. It's an account called Meninist. Where it's what like is that the male version of feminists, and it it's essentially just it, it's They're called it's, MRAs, buddy, men's right activists. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah it, it it was peak uh, YouTube dunking on feminism. Good feminism is yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and that's what the account is. It's just dunk, dunking on feminism. I made this post on Twitter the other day. I said, "Do you remember the second wave feminists who were anti pornography? What happened mm -hmm. to them? There's been three waves, four. We're in the fourth. fourth. We're in the fourth. This wave. is the fourth wave. We're in the fourth wave of feminism. I can't keep up with the waves. Yeah, neither can I, dude. 
And on, hey, hey, and you know, pick that's, a wave. That's Just women pick a wave for you, dude. They it. constantly change their mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how it works, dude. You, you never <laughs> know what you're going to get. The next I'm surprised we're not in like the 160th wave in the last, you know, 70 years or 80 years or whatever. Mm. Um, no, but but yeah, second wave feminism was anti-sex work. Yeah. Anti-sex work. They said it was exploitation of 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 women, and it was terrible. And they were also not like corporate like jobs and shit like that they weren't like oh yeah every woman need every woman needs to go yeah. get a job at starbucks right they were like they were like oh yeah women are empowered and should and and you know they take care of children children and so they should be treated equal in the house and which is all true what a radical mm -hmm. idea yeah well women would get a job at starbucks oh yeah well, <laughs> she's, she's watching upstairs yeah, I, uh, yeah. no but seriously like that that that's that's how the second wave of feminism was it was like they wanted equal rights yeah but they also weren't pushing to be like oh equal rights means women have to leave the home and go and work 10 hours a day away from their children like they just want to be treated equal in the home they want to have the right to vote which you know i don't think anyone should have the right to vote including women oh. and uh i know it's it's very it's very they, you know, they should have the right to vote but never want to do it because yeah they're like oh everything's yeah. pretty hunky dory i don't perfect. really feel but, like voting. but that's that's it's cool the that... second wave of feminism was kind of based dude if you actually look up like the difference between what it is what it was then and what it is now like it's it, it's like it was pretty based like it was a bunch of based mm -hmm. women that were like nah dude like we're not going to be treated like dogs and okay that's cool don't be treated like dogs but they're also like they're also like oh yeah we're not going to be exploited by taking off our clothes for money and 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 all this you know what i mean like all this shit like it's kind of hold it hold it oh whoa, 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 wait a whoa, minute what do you what do you mean i, I thought we were in swearing <laughs> Oh, I, I can't. I'm trying. I'm sure Tato's asleep by now. It's 830. He's probably I hope he's in bed by now. Ding, ding. Green light. Yeah. So so uh, Elon is going to step down as the CEO of Twitter. Did you hear about this? I'm not excited about it. Did you hear about this? I, no, he I, heard, I heard about the poll yeah. and then I kind of I got concerned with other things. But yeah, so he put out a poll, the poll was to take him down, yeah. right? Yeah. And it got it got almost 18 million votes um, and it was like 65 percent. Yes. You should step down as CEO of Twitter. Interesting. And he said, I'll abide by whatever results okay. uh, show up. But here's the thing. <laughs> and, and I already knew this. And I'm sure a lot of people that voted in the poll didn't. He'd been looking for a CEO of, of Twitter long oh, prior. Right. Yeah, yeah. Long the, prior it's to an the illusion poll. that that was left up to Twitter. Yeah. yeah. He was already looking for a CEO. He, didn't, he doesn't want to be the CEO. He wants to be the owner. He doesn't want to be the CEO. I get that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and he made a post after that, that poll was up that said, Careful what you wish for. So who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Right. There's. We could speculate all day, but I think it's going to be somebody fucking crazy, like crazy, crazy, like way out, like outside of what we can like even the probably weirdest I don't know. poll ever. Trump comes back to be the CEO, the CEO of Twitter. Of Twitter. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> oh and reinstitutes himself, reinstitutes his own account. His account's yeah, already his up. His account's back. His account's oh, back. yeah, yeah. Sorry, that, that already happened. Yeah. So he'd have to have a, a, a different account that's the CEO. To, what, did, what would his handle be? At Trump CEO. CEO. At Trump CEO, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be hilarious, dude. That would be the funniest thing. That would probably wow. be the most triggering thing I could ever I could ever imagine. <laughs> left. And, and, you know, it's really, you know... You know, for all the the triggering posh, like posturing that got thrown around in 2016, like oh, you're triggered, you're triggered. You know, it really is easy, very easy to trigger the left. And and it's I was boring now. I was thinking about this boring. today, right? Like it's so easy to trigger the left that all you have to do is have a happy family. Yeah, it's that simple, dude. It's that simple. I saw a meme today. Just be not bothered by stuff. Far? Huh? 
It's just be not bothered by stuff. Yeah, or just or just out. have a happy family, dude. That's just all be it takes. happy. I think that's all you have to do. I saw I saw a really good thing today on uh, on uh, Twitter. So first, it was a meme. It wasn't a meme. It was a picture of a woman with her four kids in like a height line. And it, they were white kids with blonde hair and blue eyes and whatever. And, and then there was like all these leftist t- tweets under it, right? There was like, this is literally white supremacy and this and that and this and that, right? And a guy under that post, which by the way, first of all, is bullshit. Like, come on, dude. Like, what, we're not allowed to procreate? Yeah. yeah. Sounds no, a little Nazi-ish, a little genocidal, no, you're, a little racist. You're not. Oh, no, world there, population, right? Yeah, right. there is. World population. Yeah, overpopulation and yeah. uh, the... It, that's producing more carbon in the atmosphere and you're going to kill all the seals. Okay, listen. Uh, you're actually not contributing by having kids. So, we're actually killing so people. So under it, somebody said something that was actually very profound to me and I'll, I'll carry it with me forever. It was also hilarious but it's, and also true. He says, uh, it, you notice how it doesn't make any sense, the, word, the, the term white supremacy there? It doesn't make any sense, right? Anytime you see the term white supremacy and in your logical, normal thinking brain think that doesn't sound right there, replace it with white existence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it'll make a lot more sense to you. Yeah. And, he's, and it's literally, he was like, I, I started reading some of these, these tweets and, and replacing white supremacy with white existence. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This is literally white existence. It's not about white supremacy for these people. They just want white people gone, right? Like, and and it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's Fleck, very true. Uh, Fleck has had a clip with a girl. Um, it was um, this week in culture. He has on Rumble. Um, yeah. he releases it every week, and it's a compilation of uh, libs of TikTok type stuff, right? And just right. weird, weird clips. And it was a uh, it was a, yeah, it was a t- it was a TikTok, I believe. And she was basically saying. White people, you know, you need to be better. Decenter yourself. This isn't about you. It's it's about society becoming better, not you becoming better. And like, and it was inter interspaced with clips of maybe non-white people doing behaving badly, but it was crazy. It was crazy. There's this weird um, sadomasochistic thing going on um, with with whites in general in America that I can't really figure out. It's like when they get to a certain level of success, they kill themselves off. They unalive themselves. They become anti-white. It's really bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre. And I don't see other races doing that. I see, uh, you know, Black Power, uh, La Raza for Mexicans. Oh, you're allowed to have. Pro- you're allowed to have. You're pride allowed in to anything. be proud. Yeah. yeah, you can be proud of, of any anything. other race. And it seems like they're totally into it, mm-hmm. and it's not a problem at all. But if you say white power, or yeah, I'm proud to be white, or I think. Yeah, you're, the white race yeah, is, you're uh, right. has done really good things. You're They're the just like, culture. get the fog out here. Well, and that's, and this is, this, this is, you got to understand too that like a lot of this has to do with the Frankfurt School, right? And cultural Marxism in general. It's not just, it's not Absolutely. even really about race at this point. Yeah. Right. It, and that's, it's and like that's, an elitist thing. It, it's, it's, so, so cultural Marxism is another term that is constantly uh, thrown around as a conspiracy theory, despite the fact that we have, evidence after evidence after evidence and 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 there's been you know secret communist meetings all over the 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 world of communist organizations saying hey we need to subvert the culture yeah okay and we need to make people uh, pit people against each other and ruin the 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 normal family and happy families and have race wars and do this to get to to have this cultural revolution right 
So like, how is that a conspiracy theory if the communists have literally been saying it for 100, 200 years or whatever, right? No, I think, that, I think that's wrote so. a book about it. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's there's actually a lot of books about yeah. it. Yeah, and, and no, uh, James I, Lindsay. I if mean, anybody thinks that's a conspiracy theory, go go look up James no, but Lindsay. If, uh, but a lot of times, it, but it, and it's funny because part of part of like the cultural communist uh, uh, playbook is to call everything racist. Right? Yeah, to absolutely. shut to stifle conversation and shut down conversation, and it's funny because now if you even bring up the term cultural Marxism, you'll immediately be shouted down as a racist, and it's like you literally, oh, wow, you're literally proving the point. Yeah, you're literally proving the point that I'm making right now by shouting me down as a racist for saying a term cultural Marxism that has absolutely nothing to do with race whatsoever. It's literally a subversion of the culture to bring about a communist revolution. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how we're going to get that out of the educational system, especially higher education. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Like it's, it's well, in deep. Well, first of all, we need to abolish. Uh, so the, 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 the biggest step is to abolish the federal government's involvement in, in education. Absolutely. There was never a reason that. for the federal government to be involved in education whatsoever to begin with. Yeah. It never should have been. It's, there's nothing in the constitution that allows for them to be in, involved in state education. And Zero. then it's done nothing Zero. but harm it. Yeah, if you look at test scores in, in America, mm -hmm. since the institution of the, the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education, uh, test scores have either stayed the same or dropped, yeah. while, while spending has skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Okay? It's just another money laundering scheme. Yeah. Hallmark of government, government control. That's Hallmark it. of government regulation. That's it. Everything gets more expensive. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're like, oh, well, now we have control of schools countrywide. We can push whatever we want, right? Yeah. We can push whatever we want. And so, so it's funny because they have these, these leftists upset about schools uh, participating in the Pledge of Allegiance, right? To but be meanwhile, fair. Hold on. Hold on. But meanwhile, <laughs> they're literally pushing for the school system to indoctrinate children with cultural yes. Marxism. But, they're not, but they shouldn't be allowed to do the Pledge of Allegiance, which is also part of the playbook too there should be no na there can be no like national identity in a cultural communist revolution right there can be no national identity because if you have a national identity then you have a north star to uh, to 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 aim for in your in your society to, to like this yeah is and something to unify your people yeah. right something to right. unify your populace with the right. pledge of allegiance was written by a uh, devout socialist socialist exactly mm -hmm. which doesn't yeah. well, which does not surprise yeah, so when they fight against it it just shows their ignorance yeah it, well and we know that it. we know that these people are not they, very bright you know what i mean and that's that's one of the yeah, reasons why they have to get not ignorance in. they have a new flag oh yeah it's the it's the it's the the gender pride flag. flag. Come again. No, it's it's not the pride flag anymore. It's the gender flag now, dude. Well, the did you see the latest iteration of the pride yes, flag with the, with the thing in the center, whatever the hell that is? Do you include sex work? <laughs> did Wait, you what? see shoe yeah. on heads version of it? No, I love shoe though. She's hilarious. They, she they, yeah, they, you know the you know the flag that has like all the different flags stitched into one kind of, and it's like got the the trans flag and the pride flag and all the you know all these flag the, the non-binary flag and and then they added a new part of that flag now that is to include sex workers. What? What? <laughs> is it just the OnlyFans logo? Okay, no, but it should be. That would be hilarious. Have you found it? I. You can show the camera if you find it. You should be able to. We're all just gonna watch. Yeah. We're all just gonna watch Ryan scroll his phone now. I mean, I mean yeah, the libertarian in me says this is why we don't want nice things. 
Well, and the, here's the thing. Like, I, we've had this discussion in the Libertarian Party repeatedly, right? Like, like, and and I got people got so fucking mad at me on like the you know the the liberal side of the Libertarians, right? They got so yeah. mad at me because I was all, I was oh, all there's like, a new caucus we can talk about. Oh, because no, I said very clearly <laughs> the tweet was deleted, but I can't. You on heads replies still there? You can't, you gotta put it at the camera, buddy. I don't know what you're. What is it? You gotta put it. You gotta put it at the camera, buddy. Right on it. There you go. Is it is it grabbing the butthole? Is that what it is? That's good. But, I, I don't know what goatsy is. Oh, you... Is that an anime thing? No, oh. you sweet summer child. This 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 guy who doesn't even know when the Vietnam War happened is calling me a sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you... This guy... You, this guy you, you that, call me... This guy, this guy, you call hey, me inner, innocent and you don't guy, know what goatsy is? This guy... This guy about a world war. On, I know the meme, dude. This guy who I told, hey, there's a new rap album out today that's fire, right? fire it's called mount westmore right it's ice cube easy e or no not sorry ice cube uh e40 uh too short and snoop dog came together and made a super rap group called mount mount westmore and put out a new album today okay oh and i and i had him listen to it before the show and he's like oh that's trash okay. <laughs> this guy is calling me a sweet summer child yeah. this guy this guy who didn't have a beer till he was 21 years old like five years ago is calling me a sweet summer child <laughs> come on buddy come on I'm gonna I'm gonna pan to you so everyone can see your confused look. Well, first of all, I had a beard at 19, but I was I thought you were gonna say Easy E to see if you would catch it. Which yeah, you did. E40. I should have just stayed with Easy E. I know E40, but I, I was Do you know playing who Easy E is. I've have you heard Easy E's? Have you heard his new album? Okay. No, you haven't heard. Do his you new know album? how old he is? No. Probably because he died of AIDS <laughs> in the 90s, dude. Okay. And he no. was part of NWA. Come okay. on, dude. He literally started. So he was kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I after he showed me that, I showed his him favorite, some, uh, some Drew Famous, XXX Tension, by the who way. is Drew Famous is watching the show right now. So Oop. shout out Drew Famous. Is that the rapper that you were talking about? Yeah, I'd love to listen to him. Oh, I think I listened. I think you let me listen to some of his stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I played like you it. about a minute of one of his. Yeah, I think songs. I actually. I think it was it was pretty good. It wasn't like I, I'm not a big fan of XXX Tension though. Yeah, because he's I, not a I rapper. Don't... He's a singer. He's, he's a singer. Yeah. I, well, he's he's both. He he's an artist, but he he's an outlier. I don't know. But, uh, some of the other stuff I showed you, like Tony Tillman and Andy Minio, you you revived. Oh, somebody me with just more. said Tech Nine is the rap goat in the chat, and I have to disagree. I'm sorry. Rap Tech Nine is really good, though. I enjoy Tech Nine. Yeah, I actually not really the like, goat. I actually really like Tech Nine, but that, to call him the rap goat is uh, I I I venture to say that Nas is definitely the rap goat for me. I think that I think that anybody who says that Nas is not the greatest living rapper of all time uh, is wrong. But that's that's just me, and that's coming from a West Coast. Holler enter the chat, yeah, and that's a holler in the chat. Who's your favorite rap artist? That's that's what I like to ask the left, like the white the white liberal left when they're like getting on me for racism. I just immediately like, who's your favorite rapper? And they can never answer. Marshall Mathers. No, they can't. They, they can't come up with it. They can't come up with anything. They never can. And it's like it's like you don't know anything about black culture. You're literally here to to play savior complex. That's it. That's all you care about. You can't even come up with one rapper. One rapper. I've got a game for us next show. It's um, it's uh, black, black card revoked. You ever played it? Uh uh-uh. Yeah, we're gonna play black card revoked next time we're here. Okay. I'll Wait. win. I'll probably win. Yeah, we got Drew, we got Drew work. famous you in the might. chat saying y'all got my permission to play some real music. Nice, I'll check it. I I, I did I did listen I did listen to a little bit of his uh, yeah. his music and I liked it. 
I yeah. think I think I did. Eight, yeah, eight hundred dash is one of my was that, favorite was that albums. The, was he the one that was kind of like that? Uh, that other e- that other emo rapper that I that I, I I like a little bit, the one who passed away from a seizure or whatever drug, drug uh, seizure. No, what was his name? Who you're talking? you're thinking of Juice World. Yeah, I like, I like some Juice World stuff. No, no, Drew Drew is at least what I showed you. He, he's he's more more intense. Okay, but you that. still need, very... you still need to like you really need to pay tribute. Some real hip hop though, dude. I listened to the new Nas album and, and it I was liked fire. It. it was one of the best albums that come out in a long time. I long I time. enjoyed it. Okay, good, good. I I hope you. And that's that's saying a lot for me because I'm from Oakland, California, right? Like I like I grew up on mm-hmm. the on the West Coast like gangster rap, right? West like, Coast rap. Like growing up, my favorite rappers were like Sibo and and of course Tupac. You can't you can't be from where I'm from and not enjoy Tupac. Did you like, ever listen to Wu Tang or anything? Of from course. East Coast. And okay. I like the East Coast rap too. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I loved East Coast rap growing up as well. You know, I, of course I love Biggie and Junior Mafia and and all that shit too. But but yeah. as, as far as that stuff goes, like Nas is the king. Nas is the king, in my opinion, as especially on the East Coast, but maybe yeah. nationally, Nas is the king, in my opinion. I don't know. I could be wrong. There's some good, like, E True Hollywood stories of uh, Nas in NYC getting up to shenanigans. Yeah. I can't remember one of my right now. Just any t- from now on, anytime the left is calling you a racist, ask them who their favorite rapper is. I learned that from I learned that from <laughs> uh, a really funny online account on Twitter, and it works every time, dude. Most of them will say Billy Eilish. No, no, most of them won't. They can't they can't come up with anything. Or or they or they always say NWA. Yeah, or Which stumble, is like, or just stumble over the. It's like, oh yeah, oh, the, you mean the rap group they literally just made a movie about two years ago? Yeah, I oh, imagine yeah. Okay. why you okay. would say N.W.A. Yeah. But but like you know what I mean? It's it's true. Like most of these these white liberal like losers, they're like, oh yeah yeah, I'm I'm here to save the black people, and it's like, okay, who's your favorite rapper? They can't name one. And if they answer you, ask them what their what's your what's your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? Uh, track? What's your favorite rap? What's your, what's your favorite, what's your favorite track, track? What's your favorite? Yep, track what's your favorite track from that rapper? Yeah. And if they don't answer you within five seconds, oh, you know they're they're scrolling on their phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. let me look it up. Yeah. Let me Google it real quick. That's oh, a good. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, try that. Level zero. Sorry, I didn't get to your members. Uh, your member chat. Level's been a member for 14 months. Man, you guys really uh, been around for a long time, dude. I appreciate you. He said Zelensky reminds me of 80s televangelist Jimmy Swagger. We can do it. All we need is your more of your money. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Sean, Sean Penn. Who's had photo ops with them? Definitely Sean, Sean Penn, Penn for sure. Um, I'm sure there's been more. Isn't isn't Sean Penn an actor like the ginger yeah. actor that was in all yeah, the Edgar Wright movies? Is this guy for real? Is for, dude, is this guy for real? Is okay. this guy for real? I'm is bad with real? names. Is he for real? Yeah, I'm bad Sean with Penn names. Sean Penn stars in my favorite um, movie. What movie? Wasn't Steven Seagal with him? What's that? Hot Fuzz. You said Sean Penn stars in Sean your Penn is in Hot, Hot Fuzz? Fuzz? No, yeah. no. He you Simon, said he was Simon the, Pegg. Simon Pegg, okay. Yeah, Sean Penn is, uh, has been an actor. In fact, I think the first movie I ever watched with Sean Penn was when I was like maybe three or four years old, and I can remember it was called Bad Boys, and he went to like the youth, the, the Juvenile Youth Authority, and he was a kid actor. He was also uh, in Fast Time at Ridgemont High. He was Spicoli. He's, he's the dude classic, that classic ordered pizza room. in the classroom. I mean, hey, I do not know who Sean on, Penn is, dude. He's been around... It's been around forever. Hey, you don't know who Sean Penn My is? My God, Weird. man. Okay. Oh, God. Look at him. Look at him furiously Googling. Furiously Googling. So Sean Penn, um, and then didn't um, Steven Seagal, wasn't Steven Seagal at the picture with Zelensky? And I swear to God, I think he did. Yeah, I think Seagal did too. Yeah. Seagal, yeah. Uh, who else? Mr. Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, so, somebody said something uh, in the chat that I want. 
Oh yeah, somebody said Hobson. I do. I actually do really like Hobson. A oh lot. yeah, Hobson's good. Hobson is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Th- that style of rap. I what, really didn't he do. Uh, I wish I'm more. Kicking, I'm, I'm more... kicking through the door or something like that. Kicking, it, kicking it, down the door. I don't know. He's done so many good. Yeah. Dude, he's done all the Ill Mind Hobson like albums are amazing. I mean, he's yeah. just a fucking phenomenal rapper, dude. And uh, and he's one of those guys that still like passes a message uh, around. And I think he he just did a song with uh, NF, who I really like. Yep. Um, and it was really good song. Like yeah, a really it was. Good song. I like NF too. I, and you know, my kids, you know, my kids like hip hop and stuff too. But I don't really want to get them like into the like that culture because they're all just kind of mm-hmm. getting out of that kind of culture, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. so NF is a really good one for me because he's a Christian rapper uh, who's mainstream and doesn't mm-hmm. cuss or any of that stuff. And he and he's really, really, really good at it. They, they, you know, he's like basically like the clean version of Eminem. Uh, really truly and uh and so i like i like i like having them listen to him and um there's i listen to some of the i listen to some of the like the new age like white emo kind of rappers like i like whit lowry a lot i think he's really good um but man i grew up on that that old school like west coast hardcore gangster shit i know if it doesn't make you angry then i'm just like what is this about what's this track about yeah i don't know (laughs) guys uh check before before we go too far uh, too too much farther in this. I want you guys to go check out Peace Hot Coffee if you can do that for me. I would really appreciate it. Uh, my friend Will Hobson, one of the coolest dudes I've ever met in my life, uh, has started this coffee company as an anti-war activist. He wants to use it to bring about some change in war-torn countries. Um, uh, this small coffee roasting business, Peace Hawk, will sell delicious micro batch co- roasted coffee online while donating at least one dollar of every pound sold to worthy foreign aid organizations like Yemen Relief and Reconstruction Foundation, who has expressed support for the project. Uh, their initial focus will be on Yemen, Ethiopian coffee. They'll also have some affordable Central American varieties available too. However, Peace Hawk will always donate at least one dollar from every pound sold to worthy foreign aid uh, organizations. When you buy Peace Hawk coffee, you're not only buying great coffee, you have a chance to support the economies of countries struggling against the effects of war, support stellar private aid foundations doing life-saving work abroad, support stateside peace activists like Will Hobbs, uh, Will Hobson and myself and everybody who ever comes on the show. Uh, and the name Peace Hawk will be the counter to Warhawk, who is aggressively pro-war. Uh, the, co- the company will be aggressively pro-peace. Sign up for their email list today at peacehawk.coffee so you can get alerted when the thing goes live. I have this coffee uh, right now. And uh, we grind it up and put it in the, um, uh, the the K cup, and man, it's good coffee, dude. We have an Ethiopian blend. Uh, we also have a, a Southern American blend, and it comes in this really cool, like these paper, like fresh packed paper bag thing. I don't even know how to explain it, dude. It's really cool. Next on the next show on Thursday, I'll bring I'll bring the, the bags down so everyone can check it out. And it's really good coffee, man. Like really, really, really good coffee. And to know that you're buying a coffee that's actually supporting like war torn places, like mm-hmm. and legit. He's not mm-hmm. looking for like a ton of overhead. I mean, he's literally sending what he can. Um, and so please go check out peacehot.coffee and of course our other sponsors as well. But um, man, we're getting to the end of this thing. Uh, did you look up Sean Penn? Yeah, I haven't seen anything that he's in. Jesus. Have you seen Goonies? Yes. Well, you had to think Ooh, about it? Man, yeah. Like I had to come my heart stopped for You had to think about there. if you've seen Goonies? Yeah. I've literally been like, to the house that they filmed Goonies daughter at. movie? Two years ago that I saw Goonies. Okay. I've been like to that. the Goonies Museum. What? Yeah, in Astoria, Cal- Astoria, <gasps> on the coast, the Oregon coast. Bucket that's list. where they. That's where they. Uh, that's where they filmed it, and the rocky part, and on the beach, you know, and uh, yep. the house that they were that Mikey and and his brother lived in is yeah. still there, and you can go see it. Of course, they have signs all over, like "Please don't come up to our house," and because that's somebody awesome. owns it. 
but yeah, they have a Goonies museum in Astoria, and and uh, that's where they filmed it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's I, mean, I it watched it with my kids. Probably uh, my last favorite, weekend. That's probably one of my very very favorite movies. Of course, most people's favorite movies growing up, but that that movie and another movie called Natty Gan. I don't know if you. Oh, I remember Natty Gan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like runaway kid, and she was a girl. And you remember that movie? That's a deep cut, dude. Yeah, I loved that movie. That's a deep cut. Those were my like probably once I got out of like Disney cartoon culture, right? Because like I used to watch. I remember. I'll never forget this. I was in Campfire Boys and Girls. Was I? You were campfire. Yep. Oh, dude, I was, my mom was like literally the leader of the campfire group. Okay. Oh and uh, and so I was campfire boys and girls because my mom wanted me. She's like, "Do you want to be a boy scout?" And I was like, "No, I don't just want to hang out with dudes, you know." And she's like, "Okay, well, what about boys uh, campfires? Got girls too?" I was like, "All right, cool, let's do it." So every Friday we'd have a meeting at the house, and before the meeting, my mom would make me a tuna sandwich, and I'd sit down and watch Peter Pan, dude. Like this is what I did. I was like five, you know what I mean. Um, but right after that, I got into like the movies and cinema. And I'm a, I'm a total cinephile. I don't I don't like to use the word file too much, but mm-hmm. cinephile is <laughs> is a real thing. It yeah, means yeah. you're like obsessed with cinema, and I am. I I've been that way my whole life. I love movies, and um, I yep. enjoy entertainment. It, it sucks that the industry that most of our entertainment comes from is absolutely corrupt and foul. But it sucks I do, now. I and it's yeah, bad. I don't think I don't think we'll ever get a uh, we'll never get a movie like a Van Damme movie ever again. Dude. Don't say never. <laughs> if don't only they were. Oh, it could happen. Media overseas. Do you, even know who, was... do you even know who Jean-Claude Van Damme is, dude? I've heard the name. Oh, my God. This hurts my the heart. Muscles from Brussels. Bro, what what about uh, what about Dolph Lundgren? Never heard of her. Her? He called Dolph okay. Lundgren her? Okay, okay that's it. Uh, okay. okay, I was going to say that whether it was a guy or a girl. Ivan Drago from the Rocky movie, dude. Are you kidding me? How do you not know this? I've never seen Rocky. Dude, I'm going to make this kid sit down on my couch and watch like three full days of movies soon. You're gonna have to do it. You're gonna. We're gonna. I'll pop you some popcorn. Gremlins. Yes. On my couch. Gremlins. Gremlins. No. You watch Gremlins. No, I've never seen Gremlins. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I could. You failed. By the Someone time failed. I graduated high school, Someone failed I, in your uh, life. I don't know. It's probably 30, 40 movies. I. Dude, there was a, right. my. So my mom. I watch Gremlins. Uh, my mom was bi- very bipolar growing up, and on her manic episodes, there was like summers where we saw every single movie that came out in the movie theater awesome every single movie we would literally my mom would literally buy a ticket for a movie and then we just sneak into the, all the movies all day yeah. long all day long because <laughs> my, my mom Hell was yeah. like manic you know like like you know when you're manic you want to go out and spend all your money and just throw yep. caution to the wind and my mom you know when she was going through her manic phases that's we did shit like that so movies were a big thing in my family movies and uh she had a shell gas station card and so we get like tons of snacks at the shell gas station all the time and she just run up the credit card like crazy and you know, it was, it was, there was some, um, silver lining to my mother's mental health issues yeah. when I was growing up. You know what I mean? Uh, but now my, it's funny. My mom has like completely evened out on her bipolar. Like it, she did it probably in her, I want to say in her early forties, she really started evening out and she's great. She's like, there's a, there's a funny joke. I don't know if my mom, if my mom's watching, I don't know if she's ever heard me tell this joke or, or heard the actual person who's told this joke, but I think I want to say it was Bill Cosby. So I know that's, you know, it's a bad thing, but he said, uh, my kids love their grandmother. They love their grandmother. And I have to constantly remind my grand, my, my kids that their grandma is not the same woman that I grew up with. That's a little old lady trying to get back into heaven now. <laughs> yeah. It's true. My mom, my mom was wild growing up when I was growing up. And now she's like the sweet, she's like, she does like, she does like lays chip testing on her YouTube channel. And like, she's got, she's got like a whole canning organization in her house now. And she makes jellies and jams and pickles and, and I'm like, who, who are you, mom? 
you know, but I love it's it. a good Christian story. No, I love I love it for her. You know, my mom, redemption. You, my mom, I I don't say it enough, but my mom literally busted her ass uh, working three jobs for a long time to to keep a roof over mine and my sister's home as a single mother. And I'm telling you, my mom, I, I'm not lying to you. My mom would get up at four thirty in the morning, go to her eight hour day job. She'd leave there and keep books for two or three hours a night for another company, and then she'd get off from there and she'd deliver pizzas until one o'clock in the morning. And she would do this every single day. I, my mom probably got two to three hours of sleep. And dealing with a mental illness, too. Dealing with mental it, illness. And, a a, and me, as and a son, kids. who yeah. was not easy. I was Yikes. not easy. Okay? And my mom did this for years and years and years and years. And, and so um, I don't want to... Dis- I'm not here to disrespect my mom or talk shit. My mom uh, was, was A+. plus. I mean, for all her faults and my faults and our family's faults, my mom was did everything she possibly could to make sure that we had what we needed. I love her for it, and she, and I and I'm so happy that my mother has her bit of happiness now. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't a happy life for her. I know that we gave her joy and all this, but but to have what she has now and be able to have that, you know, uh, uh, independent of us and and uh, a loving husband now, who she she gave up on dating entirely for 20 years to raise us. I mean, it's it's really good to see that. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. I, I was going to start crying because I'm just happy for my Well, mom. and it's it's a blessing. Think about this, too. It's a blessing to have her around. A lot of people have lost relatives last couple of years. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, we're almost at Christmas time. It's a nice Christmas message yeah. for everybody. Christmas so, is rough for me, by the way. Please appreciate your parents. For the Cri- love of God, just yeah. appreciate your parents. Yeah. They're still around. Yeah, if they're still around, tell your parents. You're so lucky. Them, man. It's important, dude. Mm-hmm. I and, uh, and, and it's cool because... You know, I think that I think that my, for all my mom's, you know, little micro faults that she had growing up, uh, I couldn't be raising seven kids if I if I hadn't learned from her how mm-hmm. to raise kids. You know what I mean? And I'm not perfect. I still have my days where I want to pull my hair out and yell and scream and punch mm-hmm. holes in walls. And mm-hmm. I don't do any of that. I, I I yell sometimes, but I don't punch holes in walls or anything like that. Um, but I there, you know, it's if I hadn't learned what I learned from my mother, I don't think I could do what I do now. So um definitely appreciate your parents. They're very, very important. Oh, we're getting spammed with private dating chat girls now in the chat there. Do you see that? Oh yeah, oh, I see God. that. And the Russian girls? That might be time. That might be time to end the show. We're gonna, uh, they're they're sanctioned. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a uh we're gonna do an after hours for a couple minutes after this, probably talk more about JFK. But uh right before we go, you got anything to say? I I forgot to ask for some yup cocks in the chat, so if you could give me uh, some cocks that would be great yeah drop those yep cocks as uh as super chats though help us out we gotta grow this show and uh the way that we can grow the show is by making enough revenue to fly in big guests and i have big guests now literally that want to come on the show that have talked to me about coming on the show so we just need money to fly them in that's it so if you guys can help us support the show we'd really appreciate it we'll get some huge guests in the studio uh way less uh way less uh audio problems that way for sure mm-hmm. um and i think we're working on building building the studio up a little bit bigger here soon too. It's costing me a ton of money, but we'll get there. Um, uh, you got anything before we go? Adrian? Oh, come find me live on TikTok. I'm past a thousand followers. Oh, he's doing lives. Let's so go. I'm going to do some lives. And, uh, yeah. If you, uh, if you follow me, you'll get a notification and you can get in the box and debate me. Probably on January 6th. I'm going to, I'm going to hop on, on right now and debate you. Come on. We probably agree it. on everything though. Let's do it. Uh, guys, uh, Thursday, I will have my good friend Reed Coley, the uh, the communications manager for the Libertarian National Party, the most based man on earth, uh, will be on the show with us. He's so cool, dude. If you guys don't know him, he's been on the show before. He was actually fired by uh, Young Americans for Liberty once our old executive director from the National Libertarian Party took over y'all. 
and he she fired him for being too based and going after Kamal Harris and stuff like that, which is funny because he's literally the one that helped build the y'all brand. He's literally the guy. He had been doing it for years. Um, and so she fired him and then hired a bunch of people, Want somebody from Dan Crenshaw's campaign, like these neocons and shit. Uh, and so he left talked a bunch of shit about her on my show and then i pushed to get him hired on as our communications manager for the national libertarian party and and i told him if you get hired your first uh post needs to be a, a middle finger across the bow at at lauren uh our old our executive director but I, I don't think i think he's too classy for that but he is really he's a great speaker one of my favorite dudes i'm very excited to have him on the show so uh we will see you guys on thursday for that amazing show but until then don't forget to break the cycle To explain the lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action and the verse in the frame, but I just landed in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do. So when any violence you commit, I am not an excuse because I just landed in Minecraft. Where Chipper is my friend and it's constantly cold, accusations of incitement getting totally old. Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a course In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There's nothing I mean, you know it The product finished, gets it close to COVID 